That sound can only mean one thing. It's time for another edition of The Fundamental Interconnectedness of All Things. My name is Jeremy. I'm Eric. And you are the one with the black and tan. I am. And you are, you're the one with the tan and black. Normally, we just open up beer cans and we pour them down our gullet. Uh, but when you make a black and tan, there's obviously a little bit more involved with it. You're mixing and matching and dripping and, and spilling, which is what you were doing earlier. Yeah, yours is yours is more balanced, but mine is... Well, mine took a long time to pour. Yeah, <laughs> so I didn't spill good. mine. Um, so in response to one of our previous episodes, we, we did actually get a comment on one of our episodes. Remember we were talking about that? Um, okay, what was the response? Uh, it was from Adam. And he says that he enjoys the library and he goes there almost every week. And so that's... Chalk one up for the library. Library's good. Libraries are good. Libraries. Oh, well, we, what were we talking about before? The post office is a constitutional oh. right. Is the library where? How does the library fall in there? That's God, government I don't even funded, know. sponsored, right? I I don't think that that's constitutionally guaranteed, like the post office is. That'd be something to look into. Next week, we're going to look into why do libraries even exist in the first place. Well, there's the Library of Congress, which contains all books, doesn't it? I think. Yeah. Because all books that are published have to get a number. From the Library of Congress. From, yeah, the library. Thanks, Adam. Thanks for the comment. Thanks for the uh, listen. Thanks for the, Here's a shout out to you. Thanks for listening again. I made your peak stick. We, still, we, we probably owe a lot of t-shirts and buttons and whatnot, don't we, to oh, yeah. people or uh, like crawlers, bots that don't, <laughs> if they sent us something. Adam was asking me about that. He's like, well, how many guys, how many listeners do you have? And I was like, I don't know, man. I think we have lots of spiders that are listening and a lot of podcatchers, but actual human beings who are putting our podcast between We've probably ears. heard our own podcasts more than other people have heard because I, I listen to them occasionally. That's, that's, I'm sure you're, you're definitely correct there. I'm sure we have heard our podcast more than other people have heard our podcast. I think, I think Mike listens a lot. But, uh, oh, our 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 guest that we had a while. Yeah, 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 I think he listens. Well, that's good. Hey, Mike, thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, yeah, shout out there. But he, I don't think he he doesn't comment. I don't, he should comment more. You should send us a comment, Mike, if you're listening to this. He probably gets bored though. He's like, oh, they're drinking beer. Those guys get stupid yeah, talking again about something. Yeah, talking about really. the government or talking yeah, about government. marketing. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing to say on that. I mean. Yeah, we, t- we we talked out, aren't we? I voted for Ross Perot in the 90, 90, what was it, 96 election. That's pretty progressive. Is it? I don't know sure. if it's progressive. Ross Perot? He was, he was a little man with big ears. He was a little man with big ears. And he was big odd ears. No, he wasn't progressive because he was... No, he pulled votes away from... Bush. N- no. He is the only reason that Clinton won. No, not Bush, uh, Dole. Well, Bush and then Dole. Yeah. Because he ran against uh, Bush and Clinton and then Dole and Clinton. Oh, so Clinton won because of Perot? I, my theory is is that uh, 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 Perot pulled votes away from Bush and then Dole, and that's the only reason that Clinton won two terms in the office, is because of Perot pulling votes away from the Republicans. Because he wanted to run this country like a business. And what does that mean? It means you cut all this ancillary stuff that doesn't make any money, and you focus on things that will make the country yeah, money. Yeah, but that's—okay, that's, that's okay, so if that's, that's true Republican— yeah. Right. Fiscal responsibility. Yes. Fiscal concern. So I think I I would have voted for him too if I had known I th- more. Yeah. About it. I think a lot of I think a lot of people. Hmm. I think Clinton was pretty charismatic though. 
I'm kind of sick of politics, but I, I knew there was going to be some sort of a porn uh, scandal, and that's why I voted for him. I was like, oh, he he's got it. he's going to something's going to happen with him. Something with the cigar. I just know it's going to be awesome. Nostradamus said on page 742 of the Nostradamicon. <laughs> what, did and you, so the dead, the, the dead Sea Scrolls wasn't that his in thing? 2002, there will be a. Cigar incident. An in affluent the, man with a cigar in, fetish. In the greatest country on earth. Will, will be king of the greatest country on earth. Well, okay. There will be a, a, an uprising of... A large woman will also be involved. <laughs> <laughs> wow. In a blue dress. This, this Nostradamus dude He's is pretty awesome. good, man. Wow. A thousand, um, a thousand monkeys with a thousand typewriters can predict the future. Sure, sure. What do they pull at a tractor pull? Or they pull each other, right? No, no, no. They pull. I've never been to a tractor pull. Uh, what it is? It's it's a um, it's it's like a flatbed truck. Okay. And it's got like a two or three ton block of concrete on it that's on like a spring. And there's I I don't know I don't think there's any front wheels on the tractor trailer, so it's hooked and so the tractor moves and then that block moves forward. At a particular rate, it's 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 pretty complicated actually. So as that block moves forward, it's pushing the trailer into the dirt, uh-huh. and it's making it harder for that tractor to pull the trailer. Oh, because oh. that block of concrete is like, you know, dragging in the dirt, and so they all have to start at exactly the same spot, and the thing has to the block of concrete has to move at a particular rate down that down that slope. Uh, and and as far as that tractor can drag that block of concrete, that's that whoever drags it the furthest wins. Why do I know so much about tractor pulls? That's the scary thing. That's really the creepy thing here. That's the question I was getting to. But uh, uh, but aside from that, uh, well, you know, how, uh, so the goal is to see who can pull this this contraption, this basically block the, of concrete, yeah. block of concrete contraption the furthest. Now they seem to, at least in the Midwest, uh, garner a lot of attraction. Yeah. Um, have you been to one? I mean, no, uh, never how, been to one. Oh, how do you know so much about a tractor pull then? You know, that's a good question. Uh, I you probably, just made all of that up. No, it what sounded pretty good, didn't it? Um, yeah. How do I know? I, I think I, I as you expressed a little bit of a curiosity about it. Um, I think I maybe was at the state fair one time when there was one going on, and I kind of saw oh, it. Okay, and I was like, what the heck? is really going on there. And so I maybe Googled it and like read a little bit about it. Maybe I'm not even, maybe I'm completely off base. Maybe that's not what it's about. So what I think would be a, a cool thing to do, and maybe I should like get, it would start working with these tractor pull guys is you just take two tractors. And the idea is that each, what, what are they farmers? What are they showing off? Is it John Deere showing off their latest model? Why would you even do a tractor pull? Well, why do you do a drag race? Well, I mean, it's, it's the it's, spectacle. It's, Okay, it's a spectacle. Who and and it's also but I'm tra- these tractors are not necessarily stock. They pimp out these tractors. Well, that's okay. So they that's, are pimped out, man. They are I'm, like right. eight hundred horsepower, dual engine. <laughs> just seems like an Sunday, odd Sunday, Sunday. We're pulling this block of concrete forty four feet. You just watch, and if you're lucky, Tractorzilla might come out and eat the block of cinder. No, see what I'm trying to get at here is. Um, Okay, it's for the spectacle, I guess. So my idea here is you take these tractors and you soup them up with whatever you want to, nitrous, big tires, huge engines, whatever you want to do. Solar power. Solar power truck Zilla. Tractor Zilla coming to your town. And then you take some, like, 
I don't know, 500-pound test chain. You chain these two tractors together. You put them in the middle of a pit, and then you have the two drivers drive away from each other and then just see what happens. They probably tried that, and it probably was kind of boring. There's going to be, like, dust and crap. Uh, Eventually, like, one of the tractors is going to lose, and it's going to, I don't know, like, after the gas runs out or something, or the chain will snap. Uh, I think it would, I don't know, probably wouldn't. Or or the tractors will do this. I I don't know how to articulate this, but they'll go up. They'll do wheelies. Do wheelies, yeah. (laughs) And then just sit there and go, I when I used to play with Legos, I remember what we used to do is like build the the best engineered like vehicle we could, and then ram them together. Ram them into the wall or into into each other, like okay. and whichever one like had some semblance of a vehicle and could I think, still roll. I think uh, uh, when when we were much younger, one of the first visits I had to to your house. You, we did you, the, the, you introduced me to the, the Lego Ram, the the Lego Ram, the demolition <laughs> Legos, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, it's really easy. You just build a car, and I'll build a car. And so I was like seven. <laughs> you were probably thirteen, and you're like uber ultra constructing this thing that could whatever live through a. a it was the eight eighty four horsepower right. Lego. And here uh, I am, like I'm trying to like make a, a cool looking thing with wings and things, and. Like, not even putting any right, attention ready? to the structural. And then we just, like, rammed them together, and mine just flew apart <laughs> to, like, a million pieces. And then I complained that you broke all the pieces of Lego. Yeah, you're like, oh, you built that thing so them. crappy. You broke it. You broke the pieces. <coughs> yeah. You owe me some Lego, man. <laughs> I'm going to come get some Lego. I'm going to come collect. You owe me Legos. We should have built tractors. See, and now that we're older, we should build tractors and, like... Race them against each other or whatever. Yeah, we should have well, a Lego. Dra- I mean, what the hell are dragsters? What what the hell is that long skinny car? A drag racer. We, okay, a spectacle. Look, that's I, all look, it is. I, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I, actually, I was watching uh, that Pawn Star show today. Oh, and, all right. Uh, let's talk about that. It, well, I mean, just just this is just an aside. One I'm of, Ross Perot. I'm all ears. Uh, one of the items that they had brought into the Pawn Store was uh, some race car driver's uh, flame suit. Uh, because when they drive the cars, they wear these yeah, right. fire suits. Well, I don't know what they're called, but yeah, in case the car blows up, these things apparently can withstand temperatures of like 2,000 degrees. Mm. So they said in the show. Nice. Uh, and, um, uh, oh, my point was, is like, so they're kind of going through the, what they do in the show is they try to give a little bit of history. Like, here's an item, and this is what it's for, and this is where it came from, and one of the things that they mentioned was like, yeah, you know, these things uh, can fetch a good price because it was a race car drive. It wasn't like Dale Earnhardt. It was some like lesser race car driver. Was it Little Little Daddy Don Gartlitz? No. It wasn't Dick Trickle either. It was, I don't remember For what Snickers. it was. It was a guy that has won the Winston Cup a couple of times. The Winston Cup? Isn't that tennis? The Winston. Look, I don't know. The Winston, it was Serena Williams' uh, The Winston 500 or something. Panties. The cigarette 500. I'm going to smoke a pack of these, and you're going to race that car, and it's going to be good. It was it was Sonny Rollins. No, Sonny. Yeah. Let me guess. Uh, $2,500. Uh, I don't even know. I think it was like, I think retail on it was like $800, and they ended up oh, okay. paying like 400 bucks for it. But okay. The point is, is one of the facts that they mentioned was that NASCAR is one of the highest attended sporting events out there. Wow, sure. Makes and I was sense. like, really? So, I mean, the, to, 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 that's just an aside to the drag racing. I mean, if if a people if 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 NASCAR is going to fill seats, then surely drag racing is going to fill seats as well. But my question is, why? 
and I guess it's really not. I don't want to judge people. I don't, whatever you're into, I don't. Yeah, I don't right. Care. So what? What? Yeah, what's the deal? What's, what, you who, watch football, right? You watch basketball. Why? Why not watch car racing? I, mean, I don't watch basketball. Well, whatever you watch football. You're, and you're, I only you're kind watch of a freak for football. I'm no, not right. a freak for football. I'm a fair weathered Packer fan. When well, the Packers are doing good, I watch, and when they're not, I don't. You um, watch the America's Cup, though, right? You watch the, the Kentucky Derby. Right, so you're, you're, I mean, you're a horse fan, right? I, I, I don't, but I do watch. You just like the CMP and the. I watch movie. best the the dog shows. I oh, best those. of show. I love those. Nice. Oh, I, just, there was, there was, the I, dogs are so uh, cute when they're up on their hind legs and they're acting like little humans. Blah 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 blah. blah. Oh, mm, they just melt my heart. I had, I had, I'm, I'm trying to rack my brain about. My brother told me the 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 history of NASCAR one time, and it was really interesting. Like, I bet you it is. Why it's it was like it's something you would not even imagine. It was like they they used to like travel. I it, it, look up the history of NASCAR. It's really really interesting. And <laughs> it's but anyways. That's, I, I, that's all I have to say. You know I, that's all I have to say. It's really interesting. That's I what our podcast. Carl Heinz, if you're listening to this podcast, you know, send us. We're we're not going anywhere here. We're we're not getting anywhere here. What, what, what you you had a really good idea. What was it? What is it? Come on, whip it out. Oh, my idea for the podcast. Yes. Oh, yes. we got to get into something here. We're 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 floundering right now. I I feel like we're yeah. What we should do from now on? Is, oh, from now on. Okay, is, right here from this point forward. For forward, forward, forward. We should come up with really good ideas that are unresearched and just say, you know, it's a really good idea. NASCAR. Now go look it up, and then we should just do topic after topic after topic like that. No, that's not a very good idea. Come on, that should be our new format. Respect my authority. That could be. Uh, um, no. no. Oh, all right, fine. That's I've been idea. trying to think that's of that. A bad idea. NASCAR is the, the history of NASCAR is pretty interesting. I bet you. I, look, I bet you it is. I mean, we could sit here and speculate what the history is. Whatever. Okay, so I'm sorry I shouldn't have brought that up, but what's your really good? What's what? What do you got? What do you I, got? I was kidding. That was my idea: is that we should come up with ideas and then tell people to go research them. Those crazy Germans. Uh, those crazy Japanese. You know, it was messed up. World War Two. Go look it up. That crazy uh, F- Fukushima, huh? Yeah. Wow, what the heck is up with that? So, are we gonna are we gonna keep pushing forward with nuclear power in this country? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? How do How do you feel personally, Jeremy? Do you think we should? Do you think nuclear power is a viable option for the uh, resource needs of of uh, the American people and the the people of the world uh, to to procure energy sources um, sufficient to continue the current lifestyle that we are uh, um, enjoying that's on this hard, earth? I'm gonna. That's actually a hard question to answer. Um, I want to say no. Uh, abolish it all. Something that can can and has uh, melted down, created disaster, uh, should probably be taken off the books and just written off as a a, a interesting idea, like the banking system. Sure, <laughs> like the healthcare system, like our political system. Well, let's stay on one topic. Let's not, all right. I was just jumped to too many different topics. I was just saying other things that have melted down that should be taken off the books altogether. But on the other hand, here's the technology that that has been developed, designed. Um, it's obviously not been perfected because things can happen that can cause it to cause huge amounts of damage. But it, it would. It, do you really want to write something like that off? I mean, let's. 
let's let's scale it way back. Let's say that when Edison designed the light bulb and he he shocked himself. He's like, oh, ow, wow, wow, that hurts. Oh my gosh, a couple more volts of that and I could have died. I ooh, let's just sweep this one under uh, the carpet. Uh, that's that's a pretty weak. I said let's bring it way back down. Let's let's let's. But all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, that's why I'm kind of like I'm halfway in the middle, like. Should we have full-scale uh, power plants devoted to nuclear energy? Maybe not at this point in our history because apparently the technology isn't refined enough to if, – if, if, if something goes wrong, something goes really wrong, right? Right? Like these meltdowns. Yeah, but I don't think that's the only reason not to have them. They generate uh, all this waste that gets sealed in barrels and buried in the ground. It's like, yeah. what the hell? It's going to take 50,000 years for that well, stuff to go away. They're encased in concrete. Again, it goes back to money. I, I think there's I think there's a lot of money to be made. No, uh, nuclear? By, no. By the, yeah, by, by, the, by the power of, of the people that, that have these systems in place that say, oh, it's easy. It's off the shelf. Let's just let's just build another one. We have the funds. We don't have to do any research for it. Let's just build another one and go with it. No, see, I've I've heard things counter to that that people don't have the funds to build a nuclear power plant. That nuclear power plants are prohibitively expensive and generally can only be secured with federal government loans, whether it be Japan's government or the United States government. You can't walk into a bank Obviously, I'm making a, a parallel here, but as a corporation, and say we need thirty billion dollars to build this power plant. Well, then, then why banks won't fund it? Then why are the Republicans so heavily behind them? All the Republicans that ran last last semester, last, last semester, last trimester, last season, uh, last, last election uh, political season. election season, sure, yeah. they were all high on the horse, uh, touting the benefits and the. Uh, the the, the Maybe because wonderfulness one, of nuclear power. Even may, even Obama like yeah, jumped onto look, it a little I'm bit. with you. I, and I was like, dude, whoa, I thought you were like a little bit I thought you were cool, man. Yeah. You're harshing my buzz oh, here, dude. This yeah, is awful, you're man. Killing me, man. No nukes. Free Tibet. Um he, 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 uh, money, maybe money. Definitely, of course, money is a motivating factor in the whole thing. Of course, it is. I mean, that's the root of everything here. But I guess what I'm trying to say is that to secure this nuclear plant and to build this nuclear plant costs a a a, oh. a, 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 a small fortune, well, not a, a large that, fortune. That 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 explains which is it right there. Generally covered by a government, and that explains it right there. But because, once it's in production, it's relatively. I think once it's in production, it's relatively inexpensive to run. Okay, the the point though is that these corporations say, "Oh, uh, we have a couple trillion dollars of liquid assets that we better get rid of." Corporations don't have a couple of trillions of dollars. Nah, that's, that's, okay, but they okay. So are right, a couple billion dollars that's in liquid I mean. assets, and they they're like, "Oh wow, we better get rid of this money, or we're gonna let's let, hey." Let's let's talk the government into building another nuclear power plant. They'll subsidize half of it, but the government will have build all it. kinds of overrun in costs. We'll be paying all these people. We'll be piloting our pockets with it, and then it'll just kind of be this thing that even if it breaks even, eh, so it breaks even. We're we, we have a bunch of people that we're that, that you know we're employing a bunch of people, and yeah, it's it's big industry, it's big business, it's good, and plus they padded their pockets with the, with the government money. Uh, to build the thing in the first place, so of course it's the same. It's it's all the big old game. The thing is, though, is that the government, the grand, it's the it's the GOP, 
from what Antibalas, the GOP, GOP. From what I've read, is it, it's not the government doesn't give you money to build it. They loan you money at an incredibly low rate. So I mean, eventually the government does get their money back, but instead of lending you money at four percent, they're lending you money at maybe like three quarters of a percent. Okay, so you get that money at three quarters of a percent. Yeah. Now you give it to the, a a. a banking company that sure. you own and you borrow sure. it out at 6%. Sure. Well, no, I mean, it, yeah. Well, okay, you you really want to talk about it? No, no. I don't. Well, the point is is that I, nothing that I say is necessarily true. Is necessarily can, can should be taken 100% true. It's all it's all ideas. It's all conjecture. It's all objection. It's all objection. You know what? The, it's me, all sub, subjective. It's all Let me back my, up. It's all point of view. It, it's no, it's pundancy. No, it's it's pundancy. It's, no, no, it's no. pundancy. It's dangerous though. Why is it and dangerous? Let me explain why. We're, <laughs> we're changing the world here. Okay, no, not on this podcast. We're certainly not. <laughs> of course not. What I'm saying is that sheer speculation, sheer speculation to prove your point is dangerous, and I'll tell you why. On the floor of the Senate, you have a senator who says that Planned Parenthood is responsible for 90 percent of all abortions. When in reality, Planned Parenthood is responsible for like 3% and no federal fundings go towards that. He went out on the floor, told a blatant lie in front of everybody to purport his ideology. And then when he was called out on it, his uh, spokespeople were like, well, that was not intended to be taken as a truth, not a truthful. They didn't say truthful. They, 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 they padded. I can't remember. They, that was not intended to be a... Accurate representation. Accurate representation of the reality or something like that. So what I'm saying is, yes, I can say that nuclear power kills babies, and we should never use nuclear power because babies die. And that would be just me purporting my ideology, saying cause, because I don't agree... I personally don't agree with nuclear power. I think that we should not be pursuing it. We should be pursuing alternate fuels and energies. Okay, so why don't you just say that? I mean, this is... A- I just said that, but okay. what I'm also saying... And, uh, but You just said you were halfway between uh, I, and, earlier. And, but... Well, I'm trying... Oh, I like that song. Can you- you keep up that rhythm and I'll go. I don't want to be bogged down in my own ideology. Okay? I want to remain open-minded. Okay, and now, so what I'm trying to say here is that based on what I have seen, what I have read, and what I have taken in uh, through the filter of the media, is that nuclear power, while it does have its benefits, when it has its problems, it has huge ramifications, negative ramifications on its surrounding community, right? Mm-hmm. Not even surrounding community. I mean, apparently the world, the world right? Yeah. This food supply. Exactly. This has uh, the potential <clears throat> of affecting the world, right? Mm-hmm. It already has. It already is. Right. And so... Iodine levels in the ocean. Exactly. Um, geez, where was I even going with that? Uh, you, you, don't, you don't believe in your own ideology or you don't want to... You said something about your ideology. You don't want to conjecture your ideology i don't remember exactly the term i have an ideology that says i am i i i I am against nuclear power uh but i'm not going to make up things and say well the banks and the money and all of this stuff is is the reason why these things exist and therefore it should be bad oh or to use my extreme example nuclear there's a spider right there is that a yellow recluse yeah wow see so i got him too yeah we just got invaded by spiders here on the tfi cast did you kill them was it one of those poisonous ones? That's a yellow, it's a yellow sack. Yeah, oh, look them up. Fantastic. 
Yeah, they they uh, they don't they don't spin webs or anything. They just kind of crawl around. Well, he just descended from like a strand. Yeah, they they crawl around and then when they when they uh, uh, um, happen upon something like a pill bug or an ant or whatever, they'll attack it. Okay, and they'll bite it, and they have like some venom in them, and they'll knock it out and then suck it dry. Um, and so the problem is, is that they like to like. They'll go if you have clothes laying around on the floor or whatever. They they kind of nest in there and they sit in there. You put them on. You put those clothes on the next day, and they get kind of freaked out and they'll just bite. And Ah. then you'll get you'll get uh, welts and stuff. But you can find them if you look up because they like to sit. They climb to the ceiling and then like hide in the corners. Okay. And then they they build these little they they do build little cocoons um, up in the ceiling corners. So pretty crazy. I was yeah I was walking around my house actually every night and I usually found find about. Two of them almost every night. It's ridiculous. My house is ridiculously overrun with them. Anyways, um, anyways. So what I was trying to say is that I, no, that makes a lot of sense. Wanna, that you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't create um, fantastic and, and, scenario to, pro- to 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 purport my ideology or necessarily tie facts that you've seen that you think are related to your or or would support your ideology, and you haven't necessarily definitely proven that link, right? Yeah. Yeah, because that's I have a tendency to do that. I, I will see something and say, "Oh my gosh, that news story kind of supports this idea that I had," and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to fundamentally interconnect those two things. Sure. Hello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so, but that's what we're doing here. So, but on the but other, it's, hand, but all we're doing is we're just shooting the shit. I well, mean, you we're and just, me are just shooting. And the you know what? The yeah. fact. The, all right. The fact is, the ultimate fact is, is that the. Everything is fundamentally interconnected. But that senator on the floor, at some point in his life, was shooting the shit with somebody. Yeah. And he has elevated himself to a position of power where when he shoots the shit, people are listening and writing it down. And all of a sudden, Planned Parenthood is the most evilest organization on the planet because it's killing babies. As fast as we can make babies, they're just throwing them into grinders. It's a madhouse. You know what? And it's not true. No, he had an agenda. Yes, of course. So he did well, not. He did not do that just off the cuff. But he did that agenda off of an ideology that he has, which is he. Uh, he no. Well, yes, and that ideology was to get elected and was to get the people riled up to vote for him and to go against the people that voted against him. That's what his ideology was. It was not necessarily. He, he now was, you're he spe- was riling speculating people. and conjecturing, uh, and it's and it, I'm pretty sure that it's true because everything a politician does is for that purpose. Is to is to rile people up to get votes. Oh, that no. is the only reason politicians do anything. Don't fool yourself, right? No, so no, no. if he was if he said that he was trying to rile people up and he was why why does why do these Republicans do this? Why do they do that? Because they know that it's going to get them votes. They know that it's going to that it's going to get people riled up against the other side. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. So that's the reason he did it. He didn't do it. Oh my gosh! I have this idea and I believe in it really strong. Yeah, maybe he does. Look at Walker. I mean, do you think Walker's doing all this because he really believes in it? Yeah. I think uh I think he does or I think he, he started does. to and and I think they I think they started paying him and and brainwashing him into into doing it. I, I mean, I, I, he might have had a little seed of it, but who knows? Well, whatever. Look, whatever. I don't, who knows what goes through a politician's head. Going back to the nuclear thing though. I mean, I'm against it, but what I wanted to say is like there there's a technology that exists that has the potential to create a vast amount of power, and what what is what does the world run on? Power. Yeah, 
right? I mean, f- from from our lights to our vehicles. I mean, yeah. uh, we, we, maybe maybe nuclear. If you, if you can refine it and you can shrink it down, maybe you can put it in a rocket and instead of like burning a million gallons of fossil fuels to get into space, you create, you know, a, I don't know, a 25-pound nuclear rock. I don't know what I'm talking about, but device that powers, that propels a vehicle into space. And then, yeah, I, you know, so I like don't write it off, but geez, man, don't base like your entire power base off of this thing that can destroy literally destroy the world if if it gets too out of hand yeah so there i am there i yeah yeah i don't know what do you, what do you have to say well i mean it was kind of, i mean the, the the whole fukushima thing was kind of an anomaly i mean it, it, they did not expect a nobody expects point anything and that's the tsunami, problem the people at earthquake the people at three knot mile island in chernobyl they didn't expect it either and the thing that i get tired of is i talked about this with people uh, around the water cooler, and I say, you know, maybe we shouldn't be working with technologies that have the potential of melting down and causing all this damage. And a lot of people are like, you know how many people died at Chernobyl? Do you know how many people died at Three Mile Island? Do you know how many? Like 13. Zero. Yeah. yeah, but if they look at the numbers exactly. of people that have cancer. But then I said, yes, zero people died in those accidents. Look at those lands. Look at the long-term effects. Do a study. I don't know these facts, but I would have yeah. to imagine that if you did a study of those areas, well, birth mm. defects, lifespans, yeah. whatever, cancer is probably yeah. through the roof in those areas. Right. Well, and I mean, okay, so it was just the uh, one-year anniversary of the Massey mine explosion where 13 people or 17 people died, right? Right. And, there's, and now they, they, the Massey Corporation is coming out and say, okay, $3 million per person. They're offering them. Okay, okay. you got to you got to choose by June first. Well, okay. There's there's your point, or that, that, there's 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 an example of of um, uh, people dying to to procure energy, right? Yep, yep. But again, how many millions of people, literally, probably millions, over the years have died of of like black lung or or lung cancer because they worked in these coal mines. And 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 they they caught these diseases and uh, because they worked down there so long, eighteen hour days down in the dark. And they, I, I I mean I, I completely agree. It's the same thing. And, and and okay, more more of the point that I want to make about this whole thing is when you said power, we run on power. We do right? run on power. We run our lights and run. Okay, now you drive right now. If you drive to East Town Mall and you drive around Zaire Road, okay, right over here, you drive past Menards. All the lights are on in Menards. Every one of them. All the lights are on in uh, the Home Depot. Every one of them. All the lights are on in Steinhoffels. All the lights are on in the mall. All the lights. What the hell is that? I mean, it cost me $200, $150 to run the energy in my house for one month. That's one little house that has 15 lights, okay? And I only have them on three hours a day, five hours a day, if that. Sure, yeah. $150 a month. I'm with what yeah, what Menards has them on 24 hours a day and there's probably a million watts. Menards sells a million dollars in products every day. I don't know. Oh, come on. A million dollars? One store? $100,000. The point is, is that what the hell are we doing with... Why are we using up so much energy? We have to back off on our freaking energy use is what we... It's just... You know what it reminds me? It reminds me of the healthcare talk we were having before. Instead of worrying about the cure, 
we have to use a little bit more preventative medicine. Instead of worrying about procuring more sources of power, we need to worry about a little bit more on how we use it. Look, I'm with you. I mean, look, you could take... All right. What time does Menards close? Nine Nine, ten? Nine or ten, yeah. So I'm just, just spitballing here, but I'm thinking, like, if you took... All of those are fossil fuel power. They're powered off of MG coal, yeah. coal or whatever they use. But I'm thinking to myself, Babies. Yeah, little children that they shovel into the oven. <laughs> but at least we can see where we park. Grow more babies. Grow more babies. <laughs> My point is, is that yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, look, more. We need more immigrants. If you could take all of those parking lights that are in every single one of those um, parking lots. And replace them with solar collectors. Mm-hmm. And that would solar that would like yeah collect light. Holy crap! Collect sunlight all day. And I'm sorry, but that technology is out there. Look at look at these lights here. Those LEDs, my God, they work like crazy. Hell, you could take you could take a bunch of the leftover shirts from Halloween and staple them onto the light pole, and all those glow in the dark ones, and they'd probably yeah. provide enough light. Let's let's start up a company. Parking lot lights, solar solar powered parking lot, and lights. then you're done. You pay maintenance, of course. I mean, you'd have to pay for that's some level the problem, of maintenance though, because but... now you got the you got the the companies that produce those bulbs for those parking lot lights, right. and they're like, ooh, let's see, we move a million units a month just from Menards because they have eighty eight hundred and fifty five stores like, across the United LED States, and, and each one of those stores needs uh, fifteen bulbs a month, so we can hire. 86 people at our factory to produce these bulbs, and then we ship them, and th- we we uh, generate a million dollars in tax revenue every year, and we and we give 85 people a, a living wage. So it's like, well, no, no, we're going to put that company out of business. Oh, you can't do that. I mean, that's not even necessarily. I mean, that sounds like, oh, I'm I'm going. I, I was gonna I was gonna play the political card, you know, the the Republican Democrat card. But no, that's that's. That's a that's a uh, a bipartisan issue to to put a company out of business and and take people's jobs away, but then again, on the other hand, of the, on the other side of the hand, on the other scale, on the other hand, on the other hand, just just say that on the other hand, <laughs> on the other side of the hand. Have you ever looked at the other side of your hand? Dude. There's so many veins over here. Whoa, it's, it's all crazy. wrinkly. I look like an elephant. There's the the company that would start up making the solar-powered parking lot lights, and they would hire those 86 people that used to work in the in the bulb company or whatever. And so, I, I, I don't know, it all it would all balance out, you know, that's that's the thing. My God, solar-powered parking lot lights. Why the hell are there not solar-powered parking lot lights? Folks, have you ever been to... Wow. Google probably has, in their parking lots, I bet they have solar-powered parking lot lights. Google, if you're listening. Uh, yeah, it's Google. <laughs> Google execs, if you're listening. Of course they are, because they, they have bots that are listening. They, 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 we're, on, we're on their server somewhere down in the Right now, a Google labyrinth. bot is like, boop, boop, boop. Oh, go- good Google. idea. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, they've mentioned Google. We must send an email to John. John Google. John Google. It's, it's president and Derek. CEO of Google. Oh, it's Gary. Gary Google. Gary Google. Gary, it's Gary Gygax. You know who he is, right? Isn't he like a D and D guy? Yeah, he's the one that wrote the the yeah, monsters, yeah. the monsters, monsters compendium, volume one or volume two. Or All both? three of them, wow. I think. Yeah, amazing man, Gygax. Thinking about that, you know, I mean, times were simpler when you were reading that <laughs> monsters compendium. <laughs> now, now, they, you know what they should do. 
somebody somebody should do this anybody anybody out there listening anybody listening should uh if anybody's still listening my god we should we make a role-playing game out of the tfi cast no they should make a role-playing game out of like the the corporate oh uh henchmen like oh that you you don't think you, that's been done i've yet? got i've got time magazines captain or i've, I've got um who's a, who's a big player i've got bill gates and he's got his he's got his six billion dollar wand <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got lobbyist protection plus forty six. Oh. You could like you could really go to town on that. So you're man. thinking of like a a capitalistic version of D and D instead okay. of Dungeons and Dragons. It would be like boardrooms and ballrooms or something. <laughs> ballrooms and boardrooms B and B. So what would you do? You wouldn't go through dungeons. You'd just go through like you go through boardrooms and you have to like do hostile takeovers. All right, I'm gonna bid. $50 million for this company. No, we can't take that. All right, well, I'm going to pull uh, out my lobbyist plus five. I've got my wand of lobbyist. <laughs> By a politician. I have seven Republican politicians in the uh, Southern District. Oh, your constituency Ooh. is starting to waver. But that's, I roll a 20. <laughs> <laughs> I have circle of protection Republican plus three. That would be pretty sweet, huh? It'd be a little bit of research, but it would be a lot of fun. See, when you first said that, I was imagining like, uh, like just like capitalism, the game where you have basically monopoly, but on steroids, where you have four players and they basically have to make bids and power plays and do all this stuff. But I actually kind of like your D and D idea a little bit better. Yeah, you could you could do, and you could have like, like remember how there were like diff- there was like the dungeon master. And then you had different campaigns that you would go on. You could buy these different campaigns. Well, the du- the dungeon master would be Donald Trump from like because he runs that Apprentice TV show. So he would be the guy guiding all of these people through their adventures. He would be the DM. No, he'd be the Donald Trump. He'd be the DT. Oh, <laughs> all right. Maybe that was a stretch. Yeah. Well, the DM was typically the guy that like controlled your adventure. Look, the Don. Yeah, but it was like one of your friends. Well, yeah. So you'd you'd have you would call him Donald Trump. Oh, you'd but call it would, him the it DT. Would, yeah, yeah. Okay. He would be yeah, the like the, the the executive. Yeah. No, he'd be like the the he'd be the CEO. He would be the DM. But wouldn't the, the goal be to like what was the goal in Dungeons and Dragons? Um, I think the goal mortal, wasn't it. Uh, the goal was to build your character up to the to the highest possible level. But I thought like like to like to win a campaign because you'd have like these campaigns and yeah. campaigns were kind of like books. You'd, yeah. you'd get through the book. But you'd you'd live it. You'd you'd fight it. You'd, right. There'd be the monsters that would come, and then you'd like collect the treasure, and then you'd have to figure out who would. You'd have to divvy up the treasure, and and okay, oh, I got this. I got the, I don't. I got this new sword, but I don't know what it does. And you have to figure out. Right. You have to go into battle with it one time, and then figure out what it did. Right. And and the DM was like in control of all that. Right. So it would be the same kind of thing, but you'd like do hostile takeovers, and you'd have to buy lobbyists to like get politicians on your side, so that. You, I mean, you you could really, you could really, and then because a lot of dice rolling, you know, a lot of lot of, um, uh, what's that called? Justice, uh, balance. A lot of variables would, uh-huh. would come into play. You know, uh, uh, how many votes you got on this particular item, or or how much money you had to spend on this, or you know, what what? Wow. I, okay. Anyway, so in Dungeons and Dragons, you had saving throws, isn't that what they were called? So, yeah, well, if you were going to get killed, if there was like a death blow or something, but you you, could, you had like 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 plus four saving throw to poison or to 
if you had like if you had armor that was protection against it or whatever, yeah. I'm just trying to think of like what would be the equivalent in the corporate environment. Well, like well, it'd uh, be like a it'd be like parachute a, or uh, it would be like a gold. Uh, it would be like a um, uh, an umbrella or a government company, bailout. An, an umbrella company that that you had an extra stash of cash that sure if you if you couldn't afford to to pay this lobbyist anymore and you were you were about to lose that ability you could liquidate that you could company. liquidate that oh, company yeah. and and yeah so you, oh, man. you could do like a card game uh, you know uh, oh my gosh you could do yeah totally you could tr- you could convert this into like a, a corporate magic the gathering type game yeah which is little cards and flip those over oh my gosh there's a lot of potential here folks. I bet there's a capitalism card game out there I bet, I bet you there's, there's a capitalism role playing game too there's gotta be yeah I mean if you go to uh, 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 Pegasus games with all yeah. those boxes that they got there there's gotta be a capitalism we game. should do like a game night dude I have you ever played uh, Settlers of Catan I've I'm, I'm aware that very it exists. cool game very I, I've never played the real version I've never played it no I I played the mini version like just little pieces of paper where you like drew it out instead of like like played the whole thing it took us like an hour and a half but you need like what you need like two or, th- or three or four people yeah, to three play or four that, people right? yeah we had four people but no you can play like teams you would want to do it with more than well, two people I, we I could, okay my friend Steve keeps yeah. bugging me dude yeah. let's get a game night going let's get a game night going he's he's a total game geek uh this is I'm like, sure, and and D, uh, there's this other guy, uh, Smith, D, uh, he would totally do it. Is this man geek game? Yeah, so what? No, no, okay, no, you can either play poker and or, no, 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 or, no, no, or, I'm not, or I'm not play, judging. I mean, board, I'd rather play board games than poker all the time. I'm just know, saying, or, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying. I think board games actually. are great. I love them. The, the the really good ones. That Time War one. I mean, for God's sakes, Time War. Time War. Remember? Didn't you see it at the store? At the store there, I bought it. It's like, I bought it for like five bucks. It's like from 1970. Mm. And it's super complicated. Like, there's like, <laughs> look it up. It's okay. amazing. It's it's no. not like Doctor Who related at all. It's just like, <laughs> master. Yeah, I can't even do it. You know? Did, did you know that pulling your strings? I'm pulling your strings. Did you know that they puppets? They rebooted uh, Canine. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I didn't. I never liked Canine. Oh, I always did. Really? I was I was always a sucker for the Doctor Who robots. So, like, any episode with Kena, I was like, oh, robot episode, or Daleks, of course, Cybermen, or... Oh, my God, really? Oh, I, I loved, I I like, loved oh, all the robots. this is so cheesy. Even, even back then, I was like, this is so cheesy. Canine was pretty cheesy. So, they... Well, even the Cybermen, I was like, dude, you know what? I, I, if, oh, yeah. If I, if I had had, like, you and, you and uh, uh, Drew, right? Yeah, was yeah. that the guy? You guys made movies, right? Uh, Adam, and, Adam, and Adam. Adam. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. Cool, cool. I, and... If I had had like like a like a like a group like that, because I'm a little bit older than you, and I don't mm-hmm. think video cameras were quite where they were. I mean, because that technology moved so fast that, and I didn't really have any good friends. I mean, I was you know I I, I had some band geek friends, mm-hmm. and we just smoked a lot of weed. We didn't really do anything. It was weird. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if if I had done that, I. Totally, because I w- would watch Doctor Who and I would watch these Cybermen and, and Canine and whatnot, and I would think this is cheesy as hell. I could I could make a costume like this in my garage and I could film something. But oh, and you had the field in the background. Oh my god, that's all I, you need. You know, totally. It, oh, we're on the wheat planet. I, I was, and that's that. That was probably part of the. Um, that was part of the the the, the allure. Um, for me of Doctor Who that it it was so popular but yet it was so freaking cheesy that as a as a 12-year-old kid I knew that I could do better than that. That was part of the allure that wow, I you know, I'm going to grow up to do better than this. I'm sure. I can I can surpass this, you know, but 
I didn't really have the resources and I didn't have the drive to do it. And sure. of course, everybody else did. And now it's it's difficult it's, to it's get really. It, and now I'm looking for something else that I can say. Uh, I can those things, you, I, I, um, maybe that's how to, it to, to a certain degree. I think maybe you can uh, meld those together, like try to. F- I don't want to say force them together, but you can try to influence them. But I think to another degree, they have to happen organically. But those types of moments, for example, uh, with the movies that I made with Drew and Adam, um, there was a fantastic time in my life. We we made a lot of, well, I mean, if you'd watch them now, they're probably pretty bad, but we had a lot of fun. We thought we were doing something very cool. We were doing something very cool. We all had a lot of fun doing it. Um but it was like this very brief period, and it seemed like a long time because it was probably about a year and a half of our lives where we just like every weekend doing these movies. But then we got older, and we stopped doing it as much. We got into other things. And then I moved back here to Madison, and I was like, I'm really into this whole video thing. You know, in the back of my mind, I was like, I have all these friends in Madison Somehow I'm going to be able to kind of noodle this thing in, and we're gonna we're gonna we've got Madison now. We've got a city because I was living in Canton. We didn't have a a big backdrop of of city settings. And here in Madison, we've got the capital. We got stage. We got all these locations that we can go to. And, You're still young, right? No, and I could just never that never was in the cards for for here. Why not? It still could be. With the group of friends that I oh, had. Oh, oh, we were okay, into okay. different things. I mean, they were into different things. I was into different things. And yes, like I said, some of those things have to happen organically. Now, absolutely. I could put, I could go to the UW. I could put a flyer on the wall saying, looking to start an internet movie troupe or, or WYOU local public access troupe. I want to make movies. And I would get six people probably. They would they would they would be like, yeah, let's let's do some stuff. I got some ideas, and we could film stuff, and we could make movies. Sure, absolutely, of course that could happen. I think at least uh, three dozen times on this podcast we have said we are going to come next week prepared. We're going to write a script. We're going to get it done. We're going to have a. No, idea. I've never said that. I've said that we'll write a script as we podcast. Yeah. I've said like this whole podcast is dedicated to writing a script that we're gonna we're gonna never do, but I've never said I'm gonna come to. Uh, I think a couple of times, at least a couple of times, we've said we're we're gonna come with some ideas next week for for something we're gonna do. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot easier to talk about things than it is to actually pull the trigger and yeah. do them. Yeah, but I think if we did come up with something good, some some ideas, um, like this, uh, well, that's that's a game idea, but um, a movie, and there's and there's. There's fresh ideas out there. There's there's not necessarily fresh ideas, but it's combining old ideas in in fresh ways. I think more is maybe the point, you know. And there there's there's still a lot of that. I mean, look at the, look at the sheer content no, of television that's being pumped out to be I don't movies. Think, and look, I don't think movie. I really don't think movies are the. I don't think they're not the future. Uh, I think they're the they're the. They're the past. Are they dinosaurs? They're a hundred years of of past. No, wow. I, I think movies have been com- commoditized to such a degree where um, I don't know. Some some movie speculator was saying that within five years all movies will be three D, and I think they've become so packaged and commercial. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Here's what I'm trying to say. I like movies. I like to go to the movie theater. I like to eat popcorn and watch a good movie. It has been a long time since I have felt any motivation to go and see a movie at a movie theater. 
And it's not the money. It's not the drive. It's just that I see what's out there and I'm like, this is all garbage. There hasn't, I mean, with the exception of a couple of movies, there's nothing out there that that's really moved me to I, like some of the movies I look at. I'm like, I could just watch that at home. I mean, there's nothing that drives me to the movie theater. I would rather sit down on the internet and find some cool videos of, you know, people just doing it for the, for, for, for the reason of wanting to do it. I would rather listen to a podcast yeah. of a couple of guys who are, who aren't getting paid a bunch it's of money. More, it's getting more personal. Who, who are rough around the edges. There's gotta be personal movies. But, but right, and that's a lot of the movies that I enjoy are are, are first time writers or first time directors or or people that are all very motivated in this project. They're like, I've got or people you know, fresh idea, or people or like a movie that you would be in. Well, of course. So maybe that's maybe <laughs> that's somewhere the, were to put me into mo- my, in a movie, I would probably would probably be my favorite movie. Absolutely. Well, that's the thing. It's uh, the <laughs> I had a thought about that the other day. Um, I don't know why. Don't ask me why. But remember the podcast about uh, do do movie actors oh, buy their, their their own action figure? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think uh, Do you think porn stars like own all their? <laughs> I don't think it's possible. <laughs> all of their all their content. I can't imagine. Oh, I remember that scene. <laughs> I don't know. I just I don't know why. That, I don't know. I have no idea why I thought about that. I... <laughs> That's pretty funny though. No. <laughs> The answer to that is, I, I think, no. Really? Unless are they, are you were that, like... Are they that prolific that un- they couldn't un- even uh, build a storage shed big enough? <laughs> It'd be like, oh, oh, that's my porn shed. <laughs> I've been in every single one of those movies. Ew. Ew. I gotta go. Wow. <laughs> Can I borrow one of those? <laughs> they went with the midgets? Really? Jesus. That was you? That was... Oh. Yikes. Yeah, there were four of them. And a dog. Oh, oh God. God. We filmed that one overseas to get around the PETA laws. Yeah, that was that was in my early stages of my career. Um, I have fond memories of it. All right, so anyways, that's it for this week. That's all we got. Yeah, well, it was interesting, I guess, to say the least. Where did we go? Gosh. All right, uh, well, I mean, I guess if, if the uh, capitalism game comes out, make sure you buy a copy or two. Uh, we'll have online forums about how to play. I would be honored if you would name your CEO after me. Uh, it's no. It would have to be like, it would be DT, probably. Yeah, the, you're the dungeon right. master. No, it would be this. It would be the CEO because it was just DM. Whatever. Blah 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 blah. Folks, <laughs> come up you with have, your own rules. Yeah, if you have any ideas about this, if you think it's a good idea, write us and let us know. And uh, have a good week. Good night. Don't do anything that would hurt anybody else. <laughs>